This podcast is presented by Miscreant Records. You can find us on Twitter at Miscreant Pods, and you can also email us at miscreantrecordspod at gmail.com. What's up, everybody, and welcome back to the Miscreants on the Moon podcast. As always, it's Jacob, and with me once again, Hayden. And this week, we're here to talk about something that's kind of topical. I. I didn't see Cocaine Bear. I don't know. I don't think Hayden did either. So I thought about going to see it on Saturday, and then I was like, I spent a lot of money yesterday. I'm gonna stay. I thought day. about yeah. I thought about going this weekend as well, but I'm currently broke. I just had to put new ta- new tires on my car, so that was like you know the equivalent of fifty Cocaine Bear tickets. <laughs> so Jeez. you know, you live and you lose. <laughs> Always. Yep. I've never even heard the, that before, but I'm taking that. The, <laughs> you live the, and you the, lose. The, 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 the phrase is actually you live and you, live you and learn. You learn. But, I've heard that. But every but every now and then I just throw out you live and you lose just to get confused looks from my coworkers and uh best of all from my boss. That's always funny. My boss does not understand my humor. <laughs> That or just anything about me, I don't think. I think he has a severe misunderstanding of what makes me tick, which is fine. It just leads to some awkward conversations. Okay. But, but yeah, especially my humor. I like to tell him... It doesn't help that, like, I like to tell him with a straight face that stuff is broken. Like, in group meetings that we have. Mm-hmm. And he still, he still, after all this time, believes me. And, like... It derails the meeting for a second, and I'm like, I'm just fucking with you. And he's like, I should know that by now. And I'm like, you really should. Because <laughs> everybody else knows what's going on. And other people have started to do it, which is funny. <laughs> so I've now they're just the all going to get him. <laughs> yeah, it's but it's funny because I always do it. Like, we have little things that we're assigned to talk about. Yeah. And um, I'm not assigned over any equipment currently because I haven't been in the group long enough. So usually I'll just pepper it in whenever someone's talking about something that I use. And I'm like, oh, I used it right before this meeting. It has this, like, I give a detailed problem that it has. And he's like, oh, well, that sucks. And I'm like, well, it's not true. So, But now the people <laughs> that are, like, in charge of the equipment will just be like, yeah, it's broken. It has this wrong with it. And, like, everyone gets disappointed because I think they're being serious. But they're like, nah, I'm just joking. <laughs> so. Okay yeah i i just want to i i hate meetings so i have to make them fun for myself somehow that's fair i also hate um, meetings i had a very long one last night so that's tough yeah i have so many meetings every week or every like i have bi-weekly meetings Ugh. bi-weekly as in every other not twice a week Heard. um and then i have a bunch of weekly ones too and they are awful so yeah i'd rather just be doing stuff in the lab but what can you do? You live and you lose. Always. Anyway, so I don't I don't think I've said what we're talking about this week. This week we're talking about uh, legacy sequels. And we're doing so because earlier today I was watching the critically acclaimed film Rocky Balboa. <laughs> also known as Rocky Six, And I was like... Wasn't it oh, also just known as Rocky as well? I don't think so. Everything... Like- well. Like, maybe I, I mean the first the first one was Rocky. Everything I've seen that talked about this movie called it Rocky Balboa, so I think it's just uh, the full name. Feels weird. But 
I was like, oh, I always thought there were just like six Rocky movies and then the Creed was the first legacy sequel. But no, they already had one. And it's not that bad. Yeah. It, it's it's okay. fine. From what yeah. I remember of it. I just remember I, there being a scene of them like sitting in a restaurant and then like on a TV they're showing like a <laughs> like an AI version of like the outcome of a fight if Rocky fought this like current fighter or something. Yeah. <laughs> it was like a simulation. I was like, bro, this was this came out in like 2005. Why are we doing this? <laughs> That's something that ESPN actually used to do though. I did. I see. I don't know. They used to like. It's like running Madden with... Sims for the NFL season. Like it's not going to be that accurate. I don't think. You know. Well, yeah. I mean, they they even say it in the show. They're like. Yeah, this completely takes out the human aspect. This is just their physicality or whatever. Mm-hmm. They they've probably done it with fights. I, I remember I've seen them do it like with basketball and football and stuff before. Like mm-hmm. to con- to to be like, what if Magic Johnson played against <laughs> LeBron James? Wow. Or something, and you know, so uh, yeah, that wasn't that bad, but movie was fine um they stopped doing the thing that i initially hated but then grew to kind of enjoy in the rocky movies which is the first 10 minutes of every sequel are just the last 10 minutes of the movie before it did you complain about this last week on the show or was it like two weeks ago i feel like you were complained about this probably <laughs> um no it's your favorite thing you love it <laughs> if you if you look at my letterbox reviews it I watched four Rocky movies in 48 hours. I watched the first four, like two a day for two days, and I hated it. But then I booted up the fifth one today after taking like two or three weeks off, and I was like, and they started it off with a little recap from the last one, and I was like, you know what? This is helpful, because it's been a couple weeks. Well, the other one is like, I just turned this movie off five minutes ago. Hey, man, that's on you. These movies came out with years in between them, so. You're right. You're right. I should have waited the proper amount of years. I should have. Just like a week. I should have turned off Rocky V and then waited 16 years to watch Rocky Balboa. (laughs) And then like nine more years till Creed. (laughs) Yeah. So. (coughs) That's crazy that there's more time between Rocky V and Rocky Balboa than there is between Rocky Balboa. It's crazy, like, how much his body changed. Like, he's so much stockier when he comes back after doing more Rambo movies, I suppose. Like, he's not the lean kind of fit he was. But he was also older, you know, so that that has something to be said. Was he buff in Creed? I don't remember. I saw that in the theater and I haven't seen it since. Well, I mean, he's got, like,. He looks, he, you know how he looks, like in the Expendables, Expendables movies and stuff. That like that's how he just looks. He's yeah, just, but like, you don't see him like now. you don't see him like shirtless. So I mean, like yeah. he's like a he's 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 a you know a bigger like in shape guy, but he's not you know taking his shirt off in the movie, so he's not you know trimmed Shred. down to this yeah to like a a way to boxer would be. So it makes sense. Mm-hmm. Which but is yeah, because so he, he had been retired in that movie, so. It makes sense yeah. that he's obviously he's gotten older. Your body changes, so. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, no, we. So I was watching that, and I was like, we don't have a topic for today. Let's talk about legacy sequels, and that helps because we will be talking about Creed three next week. So that is um, the third in a series of legacy sequels. So mm-hmm. I figured that was good, but there's a couple of things that I want to talk about. Um. One of them being, have you heard about the initial reviews for... Aquaman? Yes. Yes! 
Yes, I have. I saw it like a few days ago, uh, and I was like, man. "Why are they? Why are they previewing this movie when it's coming out in December already?" I was like, yeah. that, "That's not good. That's not the good only at time, all." Like, I feel like the only time they do preview screenings, like that, people are allowed to review this early. Is when they're like very confident in a movie. They'll do test screenings that they are like clear that this is not the final product, which that might be what this is. I might have just misunderstood what I read. Oh God, I hope so. But it, but it sounded like <laughs> these were like previews of what they had. Which, for those of you listening that don't know, apparently this is the worst DC movie yet. Which is hard. You gotta try to be worse than Man of Steel. You gotta be try to be worse than uh, Batman v Superman. You gotta be. You have try to try to be worse than Suicide Justice Squad. League. Oh, especially that movie. That movie like, was the worst. Oh my I god. I feel like I feel like that one might be the worst. Yeah, it takes the case, that. But like maybe all of the, them aren't good. Honestly, maybe the Snyder Cut just because of the aspect ratio and that it was four and a half hours long. <laughs> um. And the fact that it was like giving a bunch of whiny little assholes what they wanted, which it, making it, them feel more. It's really weird to me that this is like, but the like one that that's gonna be bad. Because I feel like Aquaman was the most well received. It's the, it's the only one that made a billion dollars. Jason Momoa, but I, I think it makes sense. But but honestly, it wasn't good. I thought it was fine. I, that's it was like a, my afterthought after like rewatching it. Whenever we rewatched like the DCEU or whatever for the show. Um, oh yeah, because you did you did, did more everything. than I did, right? Yeah, yeah I did everything except okay. Wonder Wonder Woman eighty nine or eighty four if it had been out at that point. Is it eighty four? I think it's eighty four. I don't think eighty four was out yet, but I could be wrong. Actually, it probably was. It was the first. It was either the last movie I saw before COVID or the first after. Because. Mm, okay. Actually, it might have been Star Wars before then that after. Yeah, that was the first movie I came back into the theaters and saw. So 2020. Okay, so we weren't doing the show yet, I don't think. Yeah. So I definitely did not rewatch that if I if the choice was presented. Um, but I, I did well, watch rewatch most of them. Aquaman's fine. Um, I'm glad that uh, like the like reports were saying for uh, uh, what Amber Heard like she's in the movie less and less like from what they were saying months ago. Get that like put behind it. It feels like I, I really don't think James Gunn would let that slide now. He'd probably just like cut that out. And I really hope if this movie's bad that just it, <laughs> Jason Momoa is not going to be Aquaman anymore. Hopefully. Yeah, I mean, there's the there's been the stuff about him being Lobo, but then they've also been like... He's our Aquaman. People aren't... <laughs> yeah, they're like, people aren't gonna play two characters, and they were also like, Aquaman 3 is definitely happening. Yep. So, I was like, what? <laughs> you know, it's... It's 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 strange, for sure. Um, Maybe Aquaman's gonna be shifted into the Elseworlds, and he's gonna be Lobo in the main timeline. I don't know. That would just... That would be... It would still muddy would be, the water, but... That would be worse. That would muddy the water worse than making the Batman two and Joker two. Like, <coughs> maybe he'll be in the in the Netflix revitalization of the Snyderverse, which I've read. 
Okay. That that guy just pushed the date back. He's like, I didn't mean February 15th. I meant April something. Then I was like, I still don't believe you, but okay. What does this mean? Like, he's trying to get the money for it or something to buy it? I think, no, this was just that, like, Twitter guy that said he was from the future. Oh, that's not happening. Like, Zach, Zach Snyder has not said anything about it. Um, I thought he had. No, 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 no. This was, this was all that one guy on Twitter that said he was from the future. No, I thought I read an article that said Zack Snyder said that. I swear, I might. Be okay, well then, <laughs> maybe you did, but all of my news is coming from that guy on Twitter. <laughs> Zack Snyder to sell the Snyderverse. Yeah, I don't. I don't think he has. Because he definitely, like, can't. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I think people just started it. I thought I saw something where he had. Yeah, I don't I don't think he did. But, um... Yeah, so... Really not looking forward to this. Thank God. It, it's, Sorry. uh... I really feel bad for, you know, James Gunn going into this situation. I feel like he's not necessarily helping himself... By promoting some of the stuff that he's including. Mm -hmm. I feel like he's obligated to promote it. But just the fact that they're like, okay, we have to release these movies. Mm -hmm. And it's like, you know, The Flash, Blue Beetle, and uh, Aquaman 2. Because they're pretty much finished. But they had no problem cutting other movies that were also pretty much finished. So I agree. And like you, you took this oh it had to have been put in the contract, I think he had to have signed where they I don't yeah, I don't I don't think out. I don't think he had a choice. But the fact that he's like letting people come out and say, Yeah, Aquaman three is happening. Wild. And stuff like that. It's just you know I hope this movie is awful. I hope it's as bad as people say it. I know that I've said the past few weeks that I want every movie that we have to see to be good, but no. Whatever happened. I to want the, this to be awful. What happened to the happy Jacob? No negative thoughts, Jacob, for the show. This is this is sad. He's on a two week spiral. Well, remember uh, what did we talk about the following week? Because we talked about something and I was positive the whole time, and then the next week I was like, "Nope, that's not happening anymore. I can't do it." Was it the yeah. DC slate that we talked about the next yes. week? Yes. It was an Ant-Man? No, it was the DC slate. And then <laughs> it was Ant-Man, and now it's this. You're in okay. a spiral. you got to turn that upside down, dog. You're right. Uh, I guess f- with that purpose in mind, let's start off with um, <laughs> our bad legacy sequels and then end on the good ones. Okay. Um, yeah, let's do that, because <coughs> we'll start on the bad note, end on a positive note. That sounds good. Okay. Um, why don't you go first so I can get my stuff back in order? Are we just going one by one? Yeah, yeah, we'll just trade blows. Okay, um, I'm gonna go ahead and preface. All of mine are from franchises. Uh, that's, I mean, that's fair enough. Okay, uh... I'm not too strong on this one. It's my least favorite of the three, I think. Uh, I went Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. It's just the Jurassic World, but like with a faster antagonist dinosaur. Uh, and like poachers involved. I just it, it, it didn't do much. 
I thought so. I kind of disagree with that. It's not just I mean, if Jurassic if, if I'm, World. If I'm going based off of like, like story, <laughs> it would probably be the newest one. Because like they, they tried to fit way too much into that, way too many people to be the main characters. Um, there, there was just so much going on. So like the story wasn't as cohesive as this one. I just didn't like this one as much. So, yeah, I'm not saying that it's like great. I do think that it was good. Like I, whenever I don't think I any of these are inherently awful or bad. I, I like it, it was. I was looking at a list and it was hard for me to pick some. But I'm, I'm playing a devil's advocate here where. These are like people have strong opinions about the movies. I'm saying I have a yeah, strong opinion I just think about it's, one of them, though. <laughs> so I just think it's unfair to say that it is just like Jurassic World because it's very different. They took it, some it big adds like the poachers and like people. The last the last hour and a half is essentially like trying to be a haunted house horror type thing. They don't <sighs> execute it that well, but they did enough yeah. where I thought it was. A big swing, and like they didn't hit it out of the park, but they got a double with it. There's a for baseball me, reference from someone who hates baseball. For uh, ding, ding. like for me, like those the, those kind of scenes, I, I understand they tried to make it more of like a thriller, or like horror kind of thing, but like it just felt like a worse raptor scene. You know? Yeah, yeah. Because like the dinosaur like was always it was just like falling over everything. It has these claws that are long enough that could grasp onto anything. Like I feel like I remember it like just running into stuff and like. I mean, so did the raptors though. Like that's but they're the, smaller that's... and they they don't have like their front claws they can't use very well. Like the 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 Indominus like raptor or whatever from the second movie. Like it was quadrupedal. And like, yeah, no, you know, I get it. Yeah, I mean, yes. It just kind of felt like it's... a cop out that they would also just make the same dinosaur from the previous movie with more raptor in it. <laughs> yeah, I don't think it's that great of a movie. I can see why it would make your list. I just think personally that saying it's the same as Jurassic World is that's fair. I, I should recant that statement. I, I, <laughs> there, there's a lot of different aspects to it. I don't think the, those aspects land as good as the original Jurassic World. And like I said, this story is probably better than the third one, but I prefer the third one. So of yeah. the Jurassic Worlds. Yeah. So. Anyways, um, let's see here. For for me personally, um, my third one is gonna be Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. I thought about it. I thought about it. I don't think that this is a terrible movie. I just think that as a sequel slash reboot to the Indiana Jones franchise it kind of fails in that regard it's one of those that i can kind of sit there and still roughly enjoy you know what i mean like it's not it's not unwatchable but it doesn't hit that same level of enjoyment as the old ones Mm. it's not um yeah it just it's like it doesn't hand the torch off properly because they do the thing that some legacy sequels do where they're like, they fake you out with a handing of the torch. A good legacy sequel kind of 
hands the series over to the new characters you introduce. This one is just like, oh, our protagonist is older now, and he has a son that he might hand the thing off. Oh, no, he's not. It just ends with him continuing to be Indiana Jones. And it's like, (laughs) I don't love it. The, the, The plot is, you know, okay. The acting isn't that great. Like, the not the acting the writing isn't that great in it. Um, Mm -hmm. Haven't seen it in a long time, but there was definitely some stuff about this. This is the first legacy sequel that I think I can really remember uh, watching, I guess, you know, like, I think so as well. Like, cause I um, mean, when we see Star Wars as a kid, we didn't realize, you know, that it was a legacy sequel. Like the, the, the prequel trilogy, is it like a well, legacy, those are, prequel, well, you know? Yeah, those are those are prequel. Prequels are different. I I wouldn't consider that a legacy sequel because it's not mm-hmm. like I I didn't include them. Like I in my mind I was like they're prequels there before like Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, I, I I saw that as more well, I don't know. I, I don't consider those legacy sequels because it's not like it's not like you have Luke Skywalker and Leia and Han doing stuff in them and passing the torch on to these new people so that yeah it felt just more like a separate prequel trilogy if anything the original trilogy feels like sequel legacy sequels to Mm -hmm. that which is what a prequel series i guess should be but yeah this one it just didn't didn't hit the mark Mm -hmm. it didn't it's the first time where i was like really excited because i loved the indiana jones movies as a kid loved the um the Lego game and stuff. I was really into all that. Had my own whip. Um, <laughs> so. It, what? Why are you making that face? I almost included this on my list. Um, the only reason I didn't full stop is because I haven't seen it in a really long time. Uh, That's fair. It's the last of the Indiana Jones movies I haven't seen before the new one comes out. Like rewatched. And I, I'm so, I'm, I don't want to do it. Uh, I think you need to. Like, I don't think it's that bad. I think my issue with it is that it just doesn't capture the essence of those first three. My problem, and it also doesn't pass the torch over to Mm -hmm. someone new that can continue it. Which is like the two things that I think a legacy sequel needs to do well. To Mm -hmm. like, it needs to do one of those two things well, and it did neither of them. So yeah, I. uh... Oh gosh, what was I gonna say? Uh, I'm gonna rewatch it at some point. the The reason I I remember now is like I've been watching a lot of different movies than like the typical ones I, I used to just always watch. I'm trying to be like just watch a bunch of great movies. That being said, like yeah. well received, critically acclaimed, or like award winning movies. And if I feel you that can see I'm about to start IMDb, or not my, my not my IMDb, my letterboxed. Yeah, <clears throat> I've just been trying to. Open my horizons, and that's kept me from watching Indiana Jones: Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. That's fair. <laughs> um, yeah, I I'm I'm actually about to try to start watching all of the um, best picture award winners and go through all of those over the years. So oh, I feel just trying to watch good movies. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> so uh, uh, what's what's next for you? Second worst legacy sequel of all, all time. Right. So kind of related to Han Solo and uh, Harrison Ford, we got The Rise of Skywalker. Uh, <laughs> I know, I know, it's like the end of a trilogy, but it's a legacy trilogy. 
It's the worst one by far. Um, this movie, Worst Star Wars movie by far, I think. Yeah. Probably worst Star Wars content at all. I don't know. I haven't seen anything worse. Um, there were probably, probably some like books and comics and games and stuff mm-hmm. from that period in like the 90s and mm-hmm. the late 80s uh, and all of the 90s until The Phantom Menace mm-hmm. came out where it was like, we're licensing the books and the games and the comics out to whoever wants to write a story. Just don't touch the Clone Wars. Mm-hmm. That period of time. Um, there was a lot of good stuff in there, but there's also even more bad stuff, which we've talked about when we've talked yeah. about the like legends, canon stuff. And like characters that could be brought in. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, like with, when we talked about Thrawn, I don't even remember how long ago that was. Um, we've thought we've done it a few times, I think. But I, I, the thing with that is I haven't, obviously I haven't like in, in, in took, I haven't like received a lot of that content. I haven't, seen a bunch of the stuff that's been written about it uh probably the worst canonical content at least yeah but this movie was just awful and it made me so sad (laughs) so (laughs) this one's the one that hurt me the most in terms especially if you look at it as like (coughs) the sequel trilogy as being like a legacy sequel trilogy to those originals and the prequels Mm. it just kind of tanks the whole sequel series because all of the new characters that it's introduced and like the the passing of the torch has been set up in the first two movies of that series of the sequels Mm. and they just don't come through on any of the character development they really don't fulfill anything they they muddy the waters with their other ones and contradict themselves and stuff yeah it's just not Mm. Not a good, not a good sequel. Yeah, this this is probably the worst one on my bad list, but oh well. It, it, just movie wise, I think. Yeah. So. Oh, I'm trying to think if I want to do like a controversial one or if I want to save it for the last one. No, my my top one. I think I want to be my top one. What's your controversial one? Oh god, I, my uh, my top one's pretty controversial. If you want me to. Do no, that. it's fine. I got it. I got it. My second worst legacy sequel is gonna be. I don't think you're gonna like this. Top Gun Maverick. It's um, fine. I was gonna throw it on my honorable mentions for the top ones, just because, just literally for the camera work, I think, and like the stunts. So. Yeah, the the problem is the writing. <laughs> that's the thing for me. Is like I went into this movie. I had just watched the first one. The first one. The plot was bad, but, like, some of the plan stuff was pretty cool. Um, I don't know why everybody loves it as much as they do. And then this one just felt like they were trying to hit those same beats. Mm-hmm. And um, it just... I, I didn't like the story. It didn't... It didn't really work for me. We did a whole episode on it, so if you want more details, you can go back mm-hmm. and listen to that one. But it's just, you know, as a sequel, it just felt like it hit a lot of the same beats didn't really bring anything new to it it brought like a different cast of characters there were a couple good moments in there like the stuff between uh what's goose's son's name miles teller whatever rooster and um maverick like the 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 two of them their like little subplot was was good but everything else just felt very um surface level 
and it looked great mm-hmm. and it was also like what Tenet thought it was going to be it was like the first big movie once everything had kind of cooled down and people mm-hmm. were going places again somebody um somebody thanked it was a it was a really famous director it's either like James Cameron or Spielberg like thanked Tom Cruise because he was like you just revived cinema because of like the because of how big of a blockbuster it was yeah because yeah. It, it, it was the first big blockbuster after covid yeah the first it's one to the, break a billion yeah it, it was the first once um you know things got not quite as rampant um in the u.s and other parts of the world and people started to go out again to the movies it, it yeah you're right it did bring a lot of people in and from a spectacle perspective and as like a a summer blockbuster type thing, it did its job. It's crazy the just... following the, the, movie, the original Top Gun movie has. Like, there were people where I work, we're right next to the, the movie theater, you know that. I don't know if yeah, you've yeah. ever seen our movie theater, but it's right I there. have. I think, I've, I think I saw something there once. You might have. Oh, don't remember what it was, but... Um, but People were coming in, like, whole families coming in with Top Gun shirts, like, matching Top Gun shirts with different stuff on them. I'm like, what the heck is going on? Yeah. It's crazy how, like, that was one of the biggest movies, like, in the 80s. Like, I talked to my parents about it, and they were like, that movie was huge. And I was like, that's fucking crazy. Yeah, my dad has always been really into that movie. I remember one year for his birthday, my... Mom got him, like, a steelbook of Top Gun whenever it came out for some kind of anniversary, which I thought was weird. My dad is not into, like, physical media or steelbooks. She was just like, ah, our son is really weird about collecting steelbooks, so maybe I'll get this one for him. And I was like, it's a weird gift idea, but I mean, but he liked it because he's like, I don't currently own Top Gun, and I really want to own it because I love this movie. And he watched it, like, every time it's on TV. It's, it's I, I don't personally see the appeal which might be why I'm not think, the right person to ask about this particular legacy sequel because I'm not that attached to the first one, but it just didn't... It felt like its success was purely based on timing. And I just feel like I... I don't want to say I saw through that, but like the timing wasn't the same for me because... Um, movies i love i love you know if you listen to this podcast you know i love movies i love going to the theater by myself and watching a movie and you know the theater had been open and it was pretty easy to go in and just get a seat like a theater to yourself and watch a movie i'd been going to see movies for like months before this big one came out that everyone was going to see so it's like it wasn't that for me um really i think before this came out I'd already had like my first packed theater experience. Granted, it was a smaller room at the cinema that I go to, but it was for everything everywhere all at once. Like that was a that was a pretty packed a packed room for me and like the crowd was getting into it and stuff. Um so I'd already kind of had that experience before Top Gun Maverick came out, but it yeah, it just didn't hit the marks for me that like it seems to with everyone. And as always, I guess now is a good time to mention, because we didn't earlier, these lists that we do, they are personal preferences. They're not objective facts. If you don't like facts. them, go away. Um, don't go away. Yeah, don't, we want you Don't here. do that. Yeah, we need, uh, Just we listen need, to them. If listeners. you disagree, that's cool. Like, You can let us know. You can email in and call me 
whatever names you want and say that like Top Gun Maverick saved your life and the fact that I didn't love it is like I I puts me on your shit list. No way home got a billion. But it like the non no oh, right, right, right. This was the f- movies. It was the first like summer blockbuster that got yeah. made big money, I guess. Mm-hmm, because that was that, that came out around Christmas. So yeah, Apparently, but yeah. So these are these are our personal preferences, not objective truth. Because if I thought <laughs> like objectively speaking, I probably wouldn't put this there because of the following that it has. But mm-hmm. uh, yeah, yeah, uh, it's but, not. Uh, I'll be objective right now about it. The the problem with this movie, as opposed to the first one, is this one lacks context. Uh, they're facing just some like rogue mercenary state or something in this movie. In in the first one, like I we've talked about it on the show before, how I talked to my parents. Like, there's only two. There were only two countries that had the type of plane they were fighting in the first one, and you could tell like they weren't a country just because like uh, what they looked like, the pilots, um, and like they knew that back then. Like that's information that we didn't know coming. In. Like I didn't know that when I watched it the first one. Didn't they so, also say Russia at some point? No, they didn't say it in either movie. But well, it was also it was also the '80s, so like you knew it was, it was Russia, be Russia or, at the time. or Japan or China. One of the two, one of those two Asian countries had those planes as well. But yeah. it was Russia then, and it was Russia. That that's where this movie suffers. They they're not fighting a real person or like we how do, how do they just have a nuclear base in the middle of a mountain? You know, like it, it is what it, it it just makes no sense. Kind of yeah. I don't even think that I don't have an issue with him not specifically naming the threat. It's just like Give the training, context. like his job is to train these people to do this mission, and he ultimately fails at that. But then he just gets to come <coughs> back and like he's like, actually, I am the mission now. I'm the hero. Yeah. yeah, it's it's a problem that I have more specifically with how Tom Cruise demands to be presented in his movies well he's the reason this sequel happened i think i think he was the one lobbying for it yeah yeah i mean so yeah i just think that at this point in his career he demands to be an like infallible action hero and especially now that he's getting older i think that you know most actors transition to a different type of role Mm -hmm. and i think that this movie would have done better with him in a different type of role mm. um, I, that he like that he was almost in and then he failed at it and then he was just like actually I'm gonna steal a plane and do the mission and prove that I am the best and I will always be the best and I'm leading the mission and whatever <laughs> so it's oh yeah it's, I forgot he got like fired and then he just came back and flew that thing yeah, yeah. yeah. It, the movie looked great but it had its it looked course. great. And everything sure. else about it, I didn't really care for. Yeah. But what is your worst legacy sequel? Oh, I'm gonna rustle a lot of Jimmy's. This is a movie that earned almost two billion dollars. More than my um. This is Spider-Man: No Way Home. It's also mine. This movie. Uh, before gets... we started recording, the one that I said, I didn't even think that was a legacy sequel, but that's going on my. That's worst when I was list. like thir- like 15 years later. That movie gets way too much fucking love, all over Twitter every day. Every day. Yeah. The people are saying it's a top six MCU movie. That thing's bottom 30% probably as a movie overall. Like, Don't get me wrong. Nostalgia's cool. The movie's bad. <laughs> the story makes no sense. I will, I'd love to see my, like, like my childhood Spider-Man come back. It was cool. Being in the theater. The theater experience was the best. In part. that scene, when that happened, was cool. 
Do I own the steelbook of this movie? Yes. <laughs> Will I choose to watch it again anytime soon? Probably not. Did I get it? Because it looks cool, and the other I already owned the other two, and my smooth brain was like, you need to have this. Yes. So, is this the only one that I paid the full $35 for? Yes. So, in a way, and I saw this movie twice in the theater, but by God, this is the worst legacy sequel out there. This movie sucks. Stop loving it. At put the time... Your, put your nostalgia behind. <laughs> at the time we had some nice things to say about it but like the constant love has turned me bitter it well, has. i looked i looked back at it <laughs> most of my positive comments i think came because this was back when i took i still do this every now and then but i took notes for this one and i looked at it all my positive comments were like it was cool with that moment where they both came in but i was like i hate how they left room, like they left an awkward pause so that the crowd could applaud for those people. I feel like that, watching this movie at home, that's not, gonna, that's not gonna sit well because you added one too many nas because remember they like cut it short for some reason and that's a different movie. But, um, is Yeah. Or no, yeah, they stop it like before the nah, nah. So you added two too many nas. Um but that's a different movie. Yeah, so like almost all of my positive comments were like, I like how at the end of this they gave him a regular suit and made him Spider-Man, not Iron Lad. And mm -hmm. that was like pretty much the extent of the positive things I had to say. Looks like it was it's shot in a shoebox. Yeah. It's a good restart for Spider-Man in this universe, but See, I the maybe was... we haven't seen what they're gonna do God, with I it though. I just want him to have that suit at the end. They could Forever. easily, like, retcon it and just kind of revert him back to what he was, which they might do, especially if they're going to try to make him, like, the leader of the Young Avengers or whatever, or maybe the Avengers uh, in general, I don't know which is what I think they're doing. Well, then nobody Regard knows him now, you know, so... Oh, he, they could overturn that pretty easily, I think. I hope not. Um, make something hold weight in this universe. Regardless... Sorry. Regardless, I think I didn't mean to hijack yours, but this is also mine, so it's a You're it's good. a co well, I think a co thing. We're both just very passionate about how much love this gets, and it's bullshit. Well, it's like it, 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 I thought that it would eventually subside, and I Same. I I get it because, like I said, I saw it twice in the theater because I, I I wanted to see it, you know, day one for the podcast, and also because I didn't want spoilers, even though a lot of this shit was already spoiled. Um, cause that's just how things go nowadays. But yep. additionally, like I went and saw it with like my sister and my dad cause they wanted to see it. And I was, it was close to Christmas time. So it was like the three days I was in town, they were like, you like comic book movies. Let's go watch it. And I was like, whatever. Um, and it definitely, a lot of the flaws stuck out the second viewing, which is always going to happen when you see something for a second time. Those things are going to stand out more. But it's also like the nostalgia factor wasn't weighing on me at all. Because I'd already seen it. I'd already had that experience. I'd already seen them pop out. <coughs> so I thought that as people see it more or they come home and watch it, they'd be like, oh, this isn't good. Like, it looks like it was shot in the shoebox. The story doesn't really make sense. Everything is clearly just a tool to get those three guys together. Um, 
and yeah, it's it. I would much rather have seen like a straight up legacy sequel, like Spider Man Four or The Amazing Spider Man Three, mm-hmm. which agree. maybe maybe we'll get because of this movie. That that that's possible. I hope so. But that that would be cool to see like an older Spider Man and then like a like a prime Spider Man, like he's in his thirties, you know. Yeah. And like Tobey Maguire's in his he's forty seven something like that. You know, yeah. so he'd be older. I feel like there's there's a lot of stories they could do, but it, it's it's Sony. What are they gonna do except screw things up? <laughs> well, they they could have even done this in a much better way, mm-hmm. but they just missed the mark. This was the this was the period of time after Endgame where a lot of this stuff hasn't looked great. They were trying to film this secretly, so mm-hmm. it's a bunch of like blue screen, green screen stuff a bunch of you know toning down the color grade so it's darker it just it what was just the, the movie that came out before this was that eternals uh shang chi maybe might have been it might have been shang chi i think shang chi was after the eternals and before this and both, I, could be wrong. I i liked both of those movies I know you liked Shang-Chi. I don't know if... I don't remember how you felt about The Eternals, but I don't think you hated it. I liked The Eternals, and I quote, because it was the... Well, I, actually, I don't know it if It was I the horniest the MCU movie. I did say that. Yeah, I, I said it was the horniest MCU movie. And I was like... And I was like... It also... Um, feels like a movie. It didn't feel like a Marvel movie. Like, it... Mm-hmm. It looked like a movie, and it kind of felt like a movie... And the sets were so much different than what we're used to for these movies. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it looked and felt different, but it wasn't that well received. So they're like, we're not doing that anymore. Yeah, a lot of people didn't like it for some reason. I'm like, you guys suck. I it's weird. It was good. I remember I heard someone say recently that like, well, Ant-Man Quantumania has finally taken the seat as the worst Marvel movie away from the Eternals. And I was like, people really think the Eternals um, is that bad? It's... It's the the Rotten Tomatoes score. They said that, but they also said like, um, like that was just their personal belief. Maybe they based their personal beliefs off of which, off of Rotten Tomatoes scores. I don't know, but which I mean, Eternals definitely didn't deserve to be the bottom. Ant Man, I certainly don't think deserves to be at the bottom. Uh, what are we? Ant Man, Ant Man, sure, close to the bottom. I agree, but not not the last one. I don't think I think there's worse out there. What's worse? I, feel like I currently I currently can't think of any. So just name movie? a few, and I'll say if they're worse. Uh, I can't movies? think of any worse. I can't think of any that are worse. Black, Black Widow wasn't. Great I guess I guess BFX. Thor I guess Thor Ragnarok by default because I haven't seen it. Ragnarok's great. Love and Thunder like it's kind of grown sour. A lot of people hate it now. I thought I still thought it was fine. I think it looks bad, but I thought the story was fun. The dialogue and the visual effects were just bad. Mm-hmm. Which is, honestly, by that point, I had come to expect it. So that, that that's the thing. is like That was the weird point for me. Mm-hmm. Where there was a point where like every time I was like, okay, the last one was a fluke. The visual effects are just not going to stay bad. But they kept staying bad. Mm-hmm. And the dialogue and the writing was getting worse. Love and Thunder was like... The point where I was like, okay, the visuals and the writing is just going to be bad. I'm going to try to enjoy what I can. And then after Love and Thunder, 
it's gone back up. Like my my frustration from it because at that point I started to get pissed off. That movie was just so dark. <laughs> like, Even yeah, the scenes that were bright. They were just odd. It didn't feel real at all. Oh yeah, they just they, like in we, in they, the they movies that we've noticed the visual effects dropping. They use and visual effects like for scenery. I think then they just well, they don't do it now. Yeah, they they just they use a lot of color grading now to to darken things up and hide, um, hide like low lower budgets in their visual effects department, which is unfortunate. It it, it just makes it overall look bad. So yeah, I we bash Marvel every week. This is no surprise, guys. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, but No Way Home, nah, no good, no good at all. No, um. Moving on to the best ones. Do you want to go first yeah. or do you want me to go first? <laughs> you can just keep going. I need to take a drink anyway. I'm, um, I'm going to throw out the honorable cough. mention. I would have put Maverick here. Uh, it suffered from writing, um, like we said earlier, but it looked great. A lot of practical stunts were crazy. But uh, What do I want to put here? I'm going to say Incredibles 2. Hmm. Okay. I like that. Uh, that one was pushing it. I wanted to include something that you wouldn't probably put on your list. Um, yeah, I, I assumed No Way Home was going to push it for us. Uh, but this movie had like 13, 14, 15 years in between it. So I would say it is because we didn't know there was going to be one made, to be honest. Yeah, no, I, I would say this definitely counts. Um, and I, Incredibles 1 might be one of my favorite Pixar movies, and I think this was a good sequel. It's not as good as the first one, but... It's hard to do better than that. The first movie, I think, in in a series like this, that mm. the and first Incredibles movie was great, and Pixar kills the game with their animation. So, yeah, no, that's good. I uh, I agree with that one for sure. I guess I also have an honorable mention. I'm I, I'm I'm trying to stall right now to figure out which one of these is my honorable mention because there's two. <laughs> Uh, actually, I'm going to go ahead and say that Halloween, the one from 2018, is my honorable mention. Mm-hmm. Honestly, probably would be my number three, but my number three is more topical. Uh, so, yeah, the, Halloween was a really good example of, mm-hmm. like, a horror legacy sequel that, you know, maybe some things could follow suit and give really good results, but the next two were pretty trash. But if you look at it as just this first one, and forget about the other ones because the other the other two are hot garbage. <laughs> this one, you know, it slasher movies in the late seventies and the eighties, they were good. They um, there was a lot of stuff in them that 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 you know it was early on that you know they looked kind of cheesy. The dialogue and stuff was cheesy, but I can really appreciate what they did. And at their core, they're still good movies. But then as you get later into the 80s and in the 90s and into the subsequent films in these genres, they get goofy and <laughs> weird and the continuity gets all messed up. So like, I think that's what happened with like the Friday the 13th movies as well, because I used to like those movies. They just yeah. get worse. <laughs> well, yeah, once you, once you get into like the fourth and fifth ones in the series, they get like... Um, Jason goes to space, bro. Like that's crazy. Yeah, yeah. Like they get far future space. That you get some weird team up stuff. Those are fun to sit around mm-hmm. and watch, but like they're confusing plot wise and they're not great. Mm-hmm. Um, even Nightmare on Elm Street, which started off as kind of weird and goofy, 
gets more so as time goes on. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, this one just ignores everything except for that very first one mm-hmm. and rolls with it. And I feel like it does did a great job. So that's that's why that's up there. These are some of those movies that I, 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 I need to rewatch because I've seen so many of them, but it's been so many years. I feel like I've watched the whole series and I could be fine and not really yeah. expect stuff. So. Yeah. Except Jamie Lee Curtis like living all the way up until maybe the newest one. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I mean... I, I don't read spoilers sh- on the last few that have come through. Is, isn't there one coming out this year? Uh, which one? Is there a Halloween movie coming out this year? I might be wrong. No, it, Halloween, it might have come it, out last Halloween, year. Halloween Ends came out in October, and it was real that bad. Was yeah, I mean, I didn't see it, so... <laughs> so <laughs> Th- yeah, those are was, movies I need to check out. It was real bad. Um... But my actual uh, third for this one is going to be Creed. I saw this one in theaters in 2015. I haven't seen Creed 2, and obviously I'm going to watch both of those again before we go and see Creed 3 this weekend Mm -hmm. and talk about it next week on the show. But, um, yeah, so I hadn't seen the Rocky movies either at the time, but, you know, standing on its own, this was a great movie in 2015. I... Don't think it was just the fact that I was in that stage where, like, I liked most movies that I saw. You know, when you're, like, 14, 15, 16, or whatever. Mm -hmm. Uh, You're, like, the critical... Like, the critic in your mind hasn't fully been awoken yet. Like, just being able to go to the theater and see a movie is cool. Yeah, and you you can have an experience... There's only one movie I remember just being bad while watching when I was younger, and that was BFG. Which is also, like, regarded as, like, Spielberg's worst. (laughs) So... Oh, yeah. I saw that movie, um, the, like, we had a sorority at our high school, uh, mm-hmm. they did, like, the blind date night or whatever, and I, uh, I mm-hmm. went on a quote-unquote blind date for that with, um, my, we weren't dating at the time, I don't think, but we were about to be yes. girlfriend it was... at the time, and it was weird. I don't know if you were a... I don't know. It might it, have the, already the, been. I don't. The remember. specific the specifics don't matter, I guess. But yeah, like, yeah. I don't know why I might like, be focusing on that. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, be, we're talking being, about movies here, bro. Be, being <laughs> like, uh, hey, go on a blind date with this girl that you're already kind of dating, and I was like, oh, okay, whatever, um, <laughs> fine. Cool. Let me request off work. <laughs> yeah, yeah, let me let me take the night off, I guess. Um, <laughs> so yeah, that was. That was weird, and that movie was real bad. Yeah, um, I couldn't watch that. I don't know why they picked that movie. There were better movies out at the time. Bad, yeah. Um, that being said, Creed is number two on my list. I haven't seen it in years. I remember okay, it being nice. good, though. Um, I feel like Michael B. Jordan's great for this. He's gonna. I think he's going to... Hopefully he does well. This is his directorial debut, isn't it? Creed 3. I'm really excited for that. I think he'll do a good job. Everything that I've seen... From Creed Three looks looks great, and he's great in these movies. Mm-hmm. He's a great actor. The worst part is just Rocky's not going to be in this newest one, but that's besides. I the say point. in, I say in these movies. I've only seen one, and that was, mm-hmm. you know, nine years I, ago. I, I think the second one's just. I, I think it's really good as well. If I remember, okay. I, like I that's said, I haven't. It's been years since I've seen both, uh, I'm but these are great. Watch them this uh, <laughs> tomorrow. So these are great. I have high expectations for the third one, which might not be good like for for the like my viewing of it so i don't know we'll see hopefully it'll be great yeah it looks great but 
Yeah, this one, um, especially now that I've recently watched the Rocky movies, thinking back on that one, it handled the like passing of the torch really well, mm-hmm. um, better than most. And yeah, uh, yeah no, I, I enjoyed it, and I'm looking forward to this next one. Mm-hmm. I guess, since you gave your number two, I'll go ahead and uh, give mine. Mine is uh, The Color of Money. Which, let me uh, look at the dates for this real quick, because, uh, let me scroll down to where I was earlier, hang on, hang on, hang on. Mm -hmm. It is, so, it is considered to be the first Legacy sequel. It came out in 1986, Mm -hmm. and it was actually a sequel to a movie from 1961 called The Hustler. I watched both of these movies a few years ago, and I thought it was really interesting because... At the time, I was obviously familiar with the concept of a legacy sequel, mm-hmm. and I was surprised to hear that there had been one to a movie from the 60s, uh, you know, Ooh, 25 Scorsese. years later. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. Yeah, it's essentially, it's a movie about, uh, the first one is about someone who hustles people while playing pool. The next one is... Um, Similar, it's got the same guy in it, but he's also kind of taking a protege under his wing, so if I remember mm. correctly. Um, but I remember thinking that was a really cool example of that working really well and kind of the inception of that concept. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I just think that it deserves to be on the list because it really set the tone for what those could be when they're done well. So, mm. yeah, the protege I, I was your favorite guy, one. Tom Cruise. <laughs> Yeah, I do remember. Yeah, he is in that. That that's that's back before I minded him though. That's back. That's back before he got the the plastic surgery with his his teeth and his, you know, everything. Back when mm-hmm. he looked young, like naturally. Well, it's just like that. that that's back before. That's back. Before he blew I will up. say. I will say this about the first Top Gun movie as well. It's like, it's back before. He required the movies he was in to cast him in a certain light and he would just let the story well i also read that he he's very selective what he with who he works with so that might yeah. be part of it no yeah he he is now especially he's, he no, wants to work I, 60, I, he, basically he wants to work with people that give him a certain level of control to once again portray mm-hmm. himself and the characters he plays in a certain light mm-hmm. and give him free reign to do his own stunts and etc. Because not every not you know not every uh, director is going to have you do that um, or want I you mean, to do that. So doing your own stunts is kind of cool. Probably not when you're sixty though. So <laughs> it's kind of cool, but it's also limiting in a way. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, that's that that that's my number two. So you already know what my number one is, and we, I mentioned it before the show. Um. You figured it out by me saying, I haven't seen the original. But this movie is great. And I love it. It's uh, Blade Runner 2049. Visually captivating. Okay. One of my favorite visual, like visually pleasing movies. Um, it was up there. It, it might have been number one before I saw Interstellar. But Interstellar is going to hold that spot until there's something like amazing. Um, yeah. But th- this movie just has a lot of scenes that I thought looked at. A lot of shots that looked great. Um, it wasn't too hard to follow. For me not having seen the first one. Um, mm-hmm. Harrison Ford does return in it at some point. I don't know if it's brief or not. I can't remember. Um, 
I saw this movie a couple years ago, and I just remember really liking it. And it's a legacy sequel, so it's my top one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. No, I, 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 I agree. It's a, it's a, it's a pretty good movie. I'd seen the original one, and I really liked the original one. Um, but yeah, no, I, I think that, uh, I think I, I agree with what you said. It's, 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 uh, it's, it's good. It's it's probably worth noting that this movie it, it did not do great at the box office. It was a failure, from what all I've read, like seen about it. Uh, it was not great, like uh, greatly acc- acclaimed at the beginning, but like once it was out, it's kind of like a cult classic. At this point, like like how it was received so well after like it got out of the box office. Like, yeah. So. That's up for my first one. <laughs> all right. That's all I got. For no, me, I, we talk a lot more about the bad things than the good things. I feel bad. <laughs> that's fine. For me, uh, personally, my favorite legacy sequel is a legacy sequel to a movie that came out in the '80s. Um, really good movie. Really uh, set the tone for. I think I know what you're talking about. Take a guess. Tron Legacy. No, I'm actually really? talking about. The Flash, a movie coming out later this year. Oh, oh. Um, it, it is. I'm glad only you could see that. Uh, what? I said I'm glad only you could see that. Yeah, yeah. No, that was that was that was rough. I'm glad this is an audio medium. Um, yes, no, it's a legacy sequel to um, not not only Batman '89 but also to the Val Kilmer movie uh, Batman Forever. I've heard that there's a post credit scene with Val Kilmer's Batman in it. I heard it was George uh, Clooney. <laughs> shit, maybe they're all in there. It's a legacy <laughs> sequel to all those movies. It's going to be elite. I wanted to bring this up in the news section, but yeah. Val Kilmer's in it. Uh, fucking Michael Keaton's in it. Um, George Clooney's in it, apparently. So th- this movie is going to be uh, top-notch. It is going to blow everybody's socks off. It's going to be amazing. That is not my real answer. I just wanted to give you a reason to have a reaction this episode. So, um, I hate yes, <laughs> that's fair enough. My 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 actual answer is one that I'm personally kind of conflicted about. Um, it's one that I don't love the movie itself, but I feel like it does, um, the things a legacy sequel needs to do really well. Um, and I think that it produced some really good things that we are still getting to this day. Um, even though it did produce one really bad thing that I hate, um... But it is uh, Star Wars The Force Awakens. I think that this first one handles those legacy characters pretty well. Um, Gives them a reason to be there. uh, Doesn't do too much with them. Lets the new characters kind of shine. um, And have the legacy characters work alongside them. Instead of having them hijack and take over. Uh, It is essentially just a new hope again with different characters i get that um and that is you didn't go with the last jedi here which i mean i I understand we thought about like the lists a little bit differently than each other 
Yeah, yeah, for me, like, I, I, I would have, but for me, like, the first one is, like, the legacy sequel. And yeah, it, I, I agree, you know, but I, I feel like I had to point out The Rise of Skywalker earlier. No, no, I, I, I get it, but yeah, just for my personal list. Um, and also, The Rise of Skywalker, not The Rise of Skywalker, Jesus, um, The Last Jedi doesn't do the same things as The Force. I think The, the Last Jedi is a great movie. I don't think it's that great of a legacy sequel because of some decisions that it makes. I think it's a better movie than The Force Awakens. Um, but yeah, this one, it it is kind of a beat-for-beat beat remake, but from a certain point of view, so is The Phantom Menace with just, you know, different characters and different context. Same as what this has. But this, you know, passes the torch to these new characters introduces old ones you know gets you roped in off of that gets you back into this world that you know people really enjoy but you haven't been to in a while um i i know that you know the clone wars had been going on but when you look at it as the movies it had been 10 years with these characters it had been close to you know 30 uh, uh yeah like 30 years um and it open it reopened that door in a really good way. I think it's a shame how that trilogy ended, but I think that this really landed, and a lot of the stuff that people enjoy today, like The Mandalorian, um, Andor, uh, those spinoff movies people like Rogue One. I like Solo. Lots of people don't. None of that would have happened without this movie, and I really like the characters that it introduces, the new ones. Um, with you know Poe, uh, Finn, Ray, and Kylo, I feel like, like I said, the rise of Skywalker kind of taints that because they just don't reach their full potential, in my opinion, and like their character development is all over the place. But I, I, I think that really, when it comes to legacy sequels, this is the best example that we have of one coming in and ticking all the boxes it needs to tick and doing it with critical success and general audience success as well. I, I think that really this one um, That's fair. is with the most... The... Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, sorry. With all the comparisons it gets to A New Hope, I mean, yeah, it, it it's hard, like... it. I can see why. And I understand completely, like, this is the reason, like, it, it, it helped expand this universe even more. Yeah. It's the reason for all of that. It, it's just, a, it's close to A New Hope, and that's, like, that's why I didn't consider it, if I would have done one, it would have been The Last Jedi. But I also wanted to include other names, like, other names in my, my list outside of Star Wars, because I already mentioned it once. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> and I don't want to like... just be so centric around one subject. Yeah, I, I mean, I thought about including Jurassic World in this as well, because that is essentially Jurassic Park again, but... Yeah, um, literally. <laughs> old, like, they blend old characters and new characters really well, mm-hmm. and they pass it on to a new generation, yeah. which is, you know, with I, this one, I feel like it, it, it ticks all those boxes, mm-hmm. and um, it's the best modern day example of a legacy sequel done really well that we have i think and the, the characters in that were they i i really liked where their arcs were heading until the last one like you mentioned yeah kind of so everything so yeah 
I, I think that's the best example that I could come up with. I, yeah, I think that's in recent great. memory. I, I think it is too. I mean, I, it, it's just the way I view it is the reason like why I have this like personal bias against it. <laughs> I, I need to put that aside. That's my problem. <laughs> when was the last time you watched it? I'm just curious. I haven't uh, watched any Star Wars movies in a long time. I okay. I mean, yeah, that's fair. I. I don't know I if I've haven't seen any since the Rise of Skywalker. I watched the prequel trilogy before Kenobi, um, but other than that, I haven't either. Mm-hmm. The last time I watched this was like the day I went and saw the Rise of Skywalker. I went. And I watched. Uh, watched. Um, I watched all of them leading up to it, but the day of, I watched. Uh, Seven the Force eight. Awakens and the Last Jedi. Oh, you were feeling I keep... pretty good about it too. A bit. You're like, oh yeah, I'm ready. <laughs> yeah yeah no i and i don't know if you saw my letterboxd review of my first watching of like when i saw that movie and this i never saw it again i, I haven't seen a lot of scholar her again but i saw like twice, I, I i i wrote my review on my way to my car and i gave it a pretty glowing review but then i had to go back and edit it because like in the time that it took me to get in my car and drive back to my house i was like Wait no, that I was like that movie tricked me into thinking it was good by giving me some like fan service that I wanted, but in reality, it it, it butchered a lot of stuff that I really liked and didn't. Yeah, so yeah. um, but rewatching The Force Awakens before that, I was like, oh, this is actually it. Kind of changed my perspective on it a little bit because if I before that I had just seen it at the theater, I think, mm. or maybe before the Last Jedi, and um. I don't think that I'd have it on this list if I hadn't rewatched it, just because. Yeah, I I, I think that um. I think it, it 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 does what it needs to do, and it is a great example of what a legacy sequel should be. And I'm sure it looks amazing, honestly. Thinking about yeah. it, Lucasfilms yeah. 2015. Yeah. I mean, 15. the Rise of Skywalker looks pretty good as well. I think. Well, I mean, they probably all look good. It's just my yeah my problems with. That one. Other than that last episode of the Book of Boba Fett where they filmed on the volume and it looks like there's just so much empty space, I don't think I really have a problem with anything in Star Wars visually. Mm-hmm. That's so. fair. Yeah, but good list. <laughs> yeah, I think no, we that's came a... up with some solid ones. Especially us yeah. uh, both shitting on No Way Home. That movie's <laughs> not good. It's awful. Um, <laughs> anyway... Uh, if you have a list of your own that you want to send in to us, or if you have um, any disagreements that you'd like to take up, if you think that me saying Top Gun Maverick is the worst or second worst, I don't remember what I said. Um, I think I said second worst. I don't remember. Legacy it was an honorable then... mention, I think, or three. It was either your first one or... No, it was two, because it was the controversial one. Maverick was? I think so. Okay, yeah, yeah. And then No Way Home was my top one, right. So, <laughs> it was uh, yeah. My top one. <laughs> if, if you think that uh, you should call me names because Top Gun Maverick was on my shit list this week, then feel free to email us. I want everybody to email us their, the best movie they've ever seen so I can watch it. <laughs> Fair enough. I, I, um, don't, I don't want to watch bad movies. That's fine. Just send. Guys, guys, listen, listen. Hayden's if you send, not here. if one person hey, says Morbius, I'll just, kill you. 
Everybody this is a threat. He's just, he's, <laughs> just, he's just talking to the mic right now. He has his headset off. Everybody just uh, just email him really bad movies. Like, tell him to watch Zombievers and stuff. You tell me to watch like... The Box? Uh, that... Nope, not gonna say that. I'm sorry, guys. That was... Uh, I might cut that out, but, um... Yeah, I, I didn't finish the, the sentence. That's, <laughs> I'm, still pro- I'm still probably gonna it, cut it out, but I'm gonna leave fair. this Good. in so that's people fine. wonder what I cut out. But anyway, back Don't to tell me I to watch saying. bad movies or bad things. He, he, doesn't, he doesn't have his headset on. He's about to put it back on, but listen, just send him bad movies. Just tell him to watch, uh... Tell him to watch not Morbius. He'll know. He'll know. Tell him to watch bad movies he hasn't seen. Oh, he's got his Hayden's back. Everybody, what's up? Um, but I watched you're, the you're just in Batman movies this week. You're <laughs> just in time for us to end the show. Um, that's all we've got today. We will be back next week, and we will talk about um, Creed three. So we're looking forward to seeing you then. As always, between now and then, uh, if you can leave a like, rating, or review on whatever you're listening to us on. Uh, tell a friend about the show if you think that they would get pissed off that I hate Top Gun Maverick and you know you want them to know that, feel free. Um, but that's all we've got, so we will see you next week. Hey guys, this is just a Jacob popping in at the end of the show. Hayden's gone again, so just 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 like we talked about, don't forget send him real bad movies to watch. But also, uh, we will not be talking about Creed three next week. We forgot. This is episode 99, and next week is episode 100, so as promised, we have a super special treat coming for you guys next week, so we will get that, and then uh, with episode 101, we'll get back to our regularly scheduled content, we'll probably do a double episode with uh, with Creed 3 as well as um, The Mandalorian Season 3, so yeah, we'll get back to that, and uh, but we'll be back here next week for our special 100th episode. This podcast is presented by Miscreant Records. You can find us on Twitter at Miscreant Pods, and you can also email us at miscreantrecordspod at gmail.com.